Welcome to Gamers Down Under Podcast. This is episode 36. This week's all about gaming of the week. I'm Marvin. I am Steve. Yes, uh, episode 36. Before we kick off actually talking about gaming of the week, I wanted to actually make sure we mention the giveaway we're doing for our birthday. Happy birthday to me. Uh, please don't sing. Are you going to jump out of the cake? <laughs> I am. I was going to. Thank you, Mr. President. <laughs> so, uh, we are doing a giveaway. Un- unlike other people, we don't get presents. We give our presents away. So jump over onto our Facebook page. It's a top-pinned post. Like the post. It does say like our page. Obviously, if you're already a fan, don't worry about liking it. You already have. Share the post. What we actually want to do we're trialing something new this time. Instead of just giving away one copy, we're going to give away however many copies that we actually have to give away. So we're going to give away one no matter what. No matter what, someone gets our present. But if we get more than 100 shares, boom, we give away two copies. If we get more than 200 shares, boom, we give away three copies. And it, and it keeps in growing in increments that way. So that way you've got a better chance of winning more. So share and then comment the best gaming present you've ever got, whether it's Christmas, birthdays, anything like that. Uh, It is our birthday, so obviously some people have been talking about getting Super Nintendos, Nintendo 64s. Yeah, I remember getting a Sony for my birthday. One of my worst Christmases ever was getting a Hanson CD, but we'll move on. <laughs> I don't think Hanson's gaming either. I asked for Mortal Kombat 2, and it was literally... I think I talked about it right, right at the start of one of our podcasts, but, yeah, it was literally like Bart Simpson getting the golf instead of the Thrill House game. But, yeah. Um, so, yeah, jump, jump over, like, share, comment, uh, Share it with all your friends and go for it. Hopefully, we will be we'll be running that draw Saturday on 18th at 12 o'clock. That's our actual birthday. Yes, Dragon Ball Z comes out Friday, the 17th, but they'll have to wait one day. Yeah, so stay tuned. Make sure you actually jump over and get it done because we want to give and you guys want to receive. Give and receive. That's what we like, mate. Happy birthday. <laughs> and a giver. Okay, on the gaming of the week, mate. Ooh, Mr. VR has been strong this week. Hatsune Miku VR Future Live. That's on the PlayStation VR. Miku is like an anime in Japan. Mm-hmm. Very popular one, and she actually does singing on stage, and she wears like different outfits, and you got to sort of... In the VR game, you've actually got to move your hands to the beat and what the crowd is doing as well. A lot of yeah. fun. You're a dirty pervert. That's... Yeah, maybe a little. So it's just like you're in the MCG arena and you've got all the seats filled. Everyone's got their little glow sticks. I thought I was 18 for a minute there. And popping on to these beats. I've no idea what she's saying. It's all in Japanese, of course. Mind you, it's a free game to download on the PlayStation Store. You download it and then they go, oh, if you want stage one, it's $22. Oh, if you want stage two, it's $20. 
oh, stage three is $22. So it's not actually a free game, but it, it showed so much promise at the start that I'm like, oh, okay, I'll take the dive. I'll dive in for stage one. Oh, yeah, I just got all the different outfits. So maybe a little bit of a perv, mate. But, yeah, so you so have was... to pay per level. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, and in that level, you unlock special outfits. <laughs> and you get like a special glow stick. <laughs> it's pretty fun. Yeah, amusing. Um, the other one I was playing was Titanic VR. So you're actually in the submersible. You're going down to the Titanic. You're looking around using a little RV. It actually looks pretty cool. I didn't like the main story game just because it lagged. And I don't know if it was my PlayStation that was causing the lag or actually just the game itself. But I've never had lag on PlayStation before, so I'm assuming maybe it's the game. I think it may be a couple of bugs in it or something. But So what is it? Is it obviously the Titanic is sunk and you're driving so, around underwater or is it floating? One which is the RV which goes down and you're looking at the actual wreck. Yeah. Um, and the first, like, let's say, for an example, the first mission you go down to the bottom and you're placing a plaque for PSVR, or I think it's PSVR, I didn't really pay attention, but you're placing a plaque for everybody else has left their plaques that have been down to the wreck. And you're doing missions like that, you're recovering items and artifacts from the Titanic and you bring them up to an office and then analyzing them, doing different things. That's half of it. And then there's a, sort of like a story version of, you, you, talk, you see a family walking on deck, so it feels like you're on deck, on board the Titanic before it sank. Uh, and as they were ex, uh, getting the passengers off and you hear a family talking about, oh, um, the father, uh, men and children men have to stay back, women and children go to the front. Family goes on the front, goes on the boat, and the boat sinks. Not the lifeboat, the big Titanic one. But yeah, that's the other one. That was the one that actually lagged, though. But the actual, the one that you're in the submersible, that worked really well. Hmm, sounds terrible. I'm going to lead in with the next one. The next one was Bound. Now, this is right up your alley, mate. It's dancing. You're dancing. Well, not really. The character is. So it's sort of like playing Super Mario Brothers if they were dancing. Like ballet. Look, it's really cool for the immersiveness of the game and looking around at some, I think it's like a crumbling civilization and there's a big monster and you have to do different, jumping around and doing different dance moves. The levels look fantastic. Dancing's not really my forte, but it's a platform, so I'm going to finish well. They're quite small games. I wish I read your show notes once, so that way I could tell you not to talk about this. You play some atrocious games. I'm getting the whole collection of PSVR. Oh, holy moly. Ah, I love the VR games. What can I do? Dance, dance, revolution. Uh, yeah, I'm not that active. You go on about yours and then I'll continue with mine because I've got a couple. No, it's all right. I just, like, it feels as if it's becoming, like, remember, it was the Wii. The Wii just started punching out. It was like, oh, you've got a license to produce a game? Yeah, go for it. Throw it up on the Wii store. And they, they were, don't get me wrong, like the Wii U, I reckon, was an underrated console. I love the Wii U. But there were some games on the Wii where I was like, okay, that's why there's 1,200 games on the, on the Wii's uh, library because that game is atrocious. And I feel like some of the VR games for... PlayStation, especially because obviously Xbox doesn't even have the uh, uh, terrible. Like, it's like, well, it could oh. be how I'm selling it, but they actually are really 
pretty game. So you, you're oh, walking around yeah. or you're doing things and it looks amazing. Like I understand the game aspects. There is a couple of games that I was like, wow, you really should have put a couple extra bucks in it. But overall, as an experience, like I enjoy every VR game I've played. I get a bit upset when I hear, oh, you got to pay 15 bucks a level, 15 bucks a level. It's like, look, I've talked, obviously, a gaming studio who we always are working in with, they want to bring a demo out on VR. But that's exactly what it is. It's a free demo because they are trialing going down the VR aspect. They want to feedback from all their customers and their fans and everything like that. So that's what it is. It's not them trying to actually. It's not a money grab. Like that's yeah. that's what I want. It's like if you've if you've legitimately put a game out and you've just put it out there because you want uh, opinions returned. I guess you could say. Then I'm happy. But if you start trying to charge for these games that are barely even classified as a game, then it's like, oh, come on. You could have done a bit better than that. Hatsune Miku uh, VR Future Live. That one did feel like a cash grab for the levels. But, like, I have ADSL. It's massive to download a game, let alone go, oh, yeah, I'm not going to play it now because I have to pay 20 bucks. I'm like, I might as well pay the 20 bucks, wait another 20 minutes, and then I can actually play a game and see how it goes. Like, I don't mind paying for a game. I don't even mind paying for a level as long as I know it's something finished. And as I said, if if you're in that arena... It looks amazing. So I probably can't sell it right, but you get the full atmosphere of being in that arena, seeing her dancing and singing on stage. And I would love to know what she's saying. I wish there was some like little translations down the bottom for me, but there's not. But it looks like there's a lot of atmosphere happening in that game. Yeah, I, I get, I get that. Like, a, it's sort of like say, me trying to sell a turn-based JRPG game to you. Final Fantasy. It didn't yeah, work. No matter how great that game is, and no matter how how well I sell it, it'll always be like a bad game because yeah. it's not your style of game that you want to play. And there's plenty, of, and that's why obviously gamers down under has refused to do so many reviews on games. I give them an actual score rating because. It's very, very difficult to stop your opinion from clouding a true judgment. That's exactly what it is. I, if I do a review on an RPG, it's always going to have a point or two higher than doing a review on a VR game. Yeah, yeah. Where the other way, I'd give the VR game 10 out of 10 and you'd give them 1 out of 10. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> like, well, I've got the VR and I physically only use it to watch anime. Yeah. But no, the other three VR titles that I played this week, I played the other one, like, so other games with the misses again. The Nintendo Switch has taken over this week completely. Oh, it, it's taken over my year so far. Yeah. <laughs> Between, besides that and PSVR, I'm done. Like, and it's supposed to be Sony's year, 2020, uh, PS5's coming out, but they better come in pretty strong and hard at the end because I am all... Like, I've got Jedi still sitting here with the plastic on it, and I went and bought another Switch game just the other day. <laughs> admittedly, I bought it from the Nala EB games. But yeah, no, Nintendo Switch games I've played this week. Bee simulator, you're a bee, you're collecting pollen, you're flying around, you have to do a bee dance, you can fight wasps, a lot of fun, 
Uh, it's one of those games you can just pick up and start playing. You don't have to know the storyline. And when you load it back up, it tells you what you have to do next for the hive. Mario Party again with the missus. Oh, we've done that every night still. It is so much fun. So there's five gems you can get for the star at the top of the field. That's for completing the world. So we've completed two net two worlds out of the whole game. So we've got three more worlds to do. And then we get, I'm assuming it's going to be like a special secret level or something. Yeah, yeah. Yoshi's Crafted World I got. Now, I, I didn't when like it. First it. Came out. Yeah, it looked too kiddie. It looked yes. a little fluffy and balls of yarn and things like that. Yeah. But it's pretty cool. Yeah, she's island. Yep, yep. I've left it alone for a little while because I... No, no, I, actually, I'll bring it up at the end. Okay. Yeah, so Yoshi's Island. Yoshi's Crafted World is a lot like that. All um, right, I can't do it. Our listeners will be sitting here listening to you say Yoshi's Island, Yoshi, 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 and they'll be screaming at however they're playing their podcast because it's not Yoshi. Yoshi, whatever you want to call it. No, it is not. It's Yoshi. Yoshi, Yoshi. Just like, hey, get the game. Pay $5.95, I'll say it right. Uh, (laughs) Yoshi. I've been hearing you say Yoshi, and I'm like, who the bloody hell is is that is, like, is foreign. From Melbourne, it's fine. Um, And the other game, the last game I was playing was Super Mario Odyssey. I'm enjoying that. It's a lot of fun. I, I really wish I played it at the start, but obviously Zelda's a lot more important than Mario to me. So, yeah. That's it for my gaming. Whew. I'm tired now. I'm ready for bed. Better go grab the Switch. <laughs> Did you play any actual good games, but? Out of those eight games, mate, they were all guns. Oh, were they? It'd be a lot better than Horse Story, but we, you, I'll let you talk about that. That's your game and done of the week, is it? That's it. That's it. All done. Well, I have three repeat offenders. I'll kick off of you. I'll just punch through my three quickly. Um, horse story, yes. I'm <laughs> slightly ashamed that I still play horse story. Idle Wizard School, I am that close to actually getting to the final island. It's not funny. It's like, oh, and it, it just upsets me with these games because I know I can just spend a little bit of money and I'd be on that island, but I'm just like a what it is. They've got it actually set up. I, I haven't actually explained this bit. The pay to play, like say every day or something. I've got to actually have a look at the mechanics. Say every time I open a, a book because it's based on cards. Like the more cards I get, the higher the level, etc. And like say I get thirty cards for my magician class, it goes to level four. Then I need. 10 more cards, it goes to level 5, the higher the level, the quicker they teach, and the more money I get in return. So once a day, I get a small book given to me and a large book given to me. Um, say the small book, I get five different cards, and I get maybe one or two of every card. So roughly I get 10 in that one pack. In the big book, I get maybe 10, 15 cards, five of each so you get an abundance in the big book so you're always excited to get a big book but so every time i open one they throw a couple of cards into a bank they call it but you got to pay for that bank so i just saw my bank um earlier on this morning because i haven't touched it uh i bought the cheap bank it only it costs seven dollars 
because uh, I've been playing, say, for three months, there was an abundance of cards in it. So for $7, it was a good price. The big bank, on the other hand, has uh, heaps of cards in it because I've never touched it, but it costs $30. And for me, I'm not going to spend $30 on the mobile game. I've spent more than $30, but it's $2 at a time, and that $7 was the biggest expenditure. So it's enough to fool me with the microtransaction. But I don't believe $30 is micro. No, lo- That's now stepping into the realm of purchasing a game. So that's unreal. That's how bad the pay-to-win is. And if I literally I spend that $30, I would be instantly on to the final... Uh, island i've been slowly grinding like i can earn say at best five as dollars a day as means it's gone from like five a five a b a c a d like it's an abundance of value um it's taken me three four months to get to this stage i can get five as coins a day and I need 200 AS coins to go to the final island. So I'd be, but yeah, it's five today, but then tomorrow I'd probably earn seven. The next day I'd probably earn 10. Like I could increment it up one or two coins a day um, because of the free books I get. So being realistic, I've got probably close to a month to go by the time I can get onto the final island. Or I could pay the $30 and I'd be on that final island tomorrow. When you get to the final island, how much longer do you play the game for? Or does this game just keep going? And that's the thing. That's why I won't. Because all I'm going to do is pay $30 to get to the final island. And then if you're into RPGs on max level, then there's nothing more to do. I, I, my, Because say on the island I'm on now, I earn... 10 times the rate the next island i earn 25 times the rate so i can get back to where i am now two and a half times quicker yeah yeah if i do all that the game's literally finished i just sit there and i can log in every day and i can look at my um students earning money but i've got nothing to spend it on because everything will be capped out so yeah it's sort of nope you ain't getting me, boy. I see you messaging me, trying to get my phone to ding. No way, sucker. <laughs> All right, okay. What was your next game? Next one, Wires 8, Lacrimosa of Dana. I really think as a game reviewing page, we need to stop playing JRPGs. <laughs> you haven't got enough time to sleep? Oh, like literally this game, it's great. I, I'm i going to do a review on it. I have to finish it before Friday for Dragon Ball Z. No matter what, I'm pushing and pushing and pushing. But, oh, it's... What are you pushing, man? Exactly. <laughs> because, like, I've seen, obviously, people probably know it by now, I'm not a multi-gamer. I play one game and that's what I play until I either finish it or my attention span runs out and then I play another one. So I have a lot of games. And the biggest flawback for that is, say Jedi. 
I installed it. I took the plastic off. I installed it. I didn't start that. If I started it, even if I've watched the intro, that can be enough for me never to go back. So I have to be very, very careful. And I literally the other day after the sale at EB Games, I went and bought a game and I plugged it into the Switch and I downloaded it all. And I and then I was, can't remember what I was doing. I think the missus was having a shower or something. So I was like, oh, quickly play the Switch while she's having a shower. And the game was in it. So I played it for the 10, 15 minutes uh, while she was gone. Now I'm like, uh-oh, I don't know whether I can come back to this because I've made a grave error. And by the time <laughs> I finish this lacrimosa of Dana, uh, Dragon Ball Z is going to be it. And I'm going to grind through that. And uh, Yes. So it's really first world problems, isn't it, mate? First world problems. Well, it's Western problems. The Jap- Japanese don't have this problem. They love JRPGs. So grind it, grind it, grind it. But I'm forty. Where do they have the time for so many coming out? Like, no. oh, I could still be playing. Oh, so many games. Oh, but it's too long. Upon saying that, but there's like there's not too many games, especially in 2020, that has actually stolen. 45, 50 hours of my life, this game has. And, yeah, I heavily recommend it. But... It's It started, it's stolen 40 hours of your life and no other game has in 2020. I think we're only about 40 hours into 2020. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I haven't been able to play anything else. <laughs> oh, gosh. But, yeah, so that's Wise 8. I'm not going to carry on about that. I'm very, very close. I'm Chapter 5, maybe stepping into Chapter 6, I reckon, tonight. Chapter six is the final chapter, so oh. I, do, I don't know how big it is. Um, there is, uh, like most JRPGs, new game plus, so there is after game from my understanding, but I don't know whether it's actually any more storyline or it's just difficulty. You roll your characters over and then you can play uh, like insane difficulty. I'm not. Oh, okay. I'm not keen on that. If I've grinded for. 50, 60 hours, I'm not going to replay it just because it's harder. Yeah, no way. So Put it on, put on easy and then it's fun. <laughs> okay. Now, the final game of my week is For the King. So it's difficult to explain this one, so I'm going to actually grab the box. It is on Switch, obviously. So that's pretty much all I've been playing other than mobile gaming. It's... Under For the King, it's got some captions on it, and it's got roguelike tabletop adventure. It's by Merge and Iron Oak. It, how can I possibly explain it? I'll read a quick little blurb on the back. Tabletop, roguelite, and JRPG mechanics fused together for an epic experience unlike any other. Brave the dangers of the underworld and triumph across six unique adventures. It seems as if it's, and it, it comes with all the DLC and everything like that, which is good. But, like, on, remember that Northgard game that I was playing, how it was tile based and you had to go along? It's sort of like that, and like oh, Civ, okay. Civ 6. Like, so your army, like, say you're a warrior, your warrior is in one tile, and a barbarian pops up in another tile, but at the start of your go, dice rolls and it tells you how many squares you can move maximum of yeah. five five or six whichever character you some characters can travel further than others 
so if it comes up with five perfect you can run five tiles sometimes it has like a percentage of getting another um tile as well as a bonus but most of the time when you try running a far distance you run the risk of a random pop-up jumping out in front of you Uh, so then you don't want to try to run too far in one go if you're trying to run back to a town to reheal and all this kind of stuff do you know what that you're telling me so i'm just listening to you now and all i'm thinking about is hatsune miku vr future live sounds so much better (laughs) (laughs) Um, like this one you've got to actually strategize and that's why i like them like we've talked we've talked to other people like especially pierce from um ninja penguin studios he is very like me. He plays Magic the Gathering, D&D. So he wants to set up something vast and he likes to sort of like it's the difference between chess and checkers. He's looking five, six moves ahead uh, instead of just a basic game. It is a very deep uh, strategic game. I'm not chess. I can't battle him. I'm probably checkers and you're probably outside playing marbles looking up girl skirts by the sounds of it. <laughs> oh, if my missus heard so, that. So that's that's the name of the podcast: playing marbles and looking up girls' skirts. Oh. <laughs> I reckon I'll keep the playing marbles bit, mate. <laughs> but the, the girl skirts can be in everyone's mind. The good, oh. the good part is, it's like it does. It, it brings on on enough strategy. Where you it and it feels like D and D as well. Like you've got the rolling aspect for crits, and so every time I go to attack, it shows a percentage of a full attack, a miss attack, a crit, all that kind of stuff. You can throw in extra luck, but you only get say three luck points uh, until you got to go back to a town and all this kind of stuff like that. I only played for fifteen minutes, twenty minutes. But it was appealing enough to win me over, but it will be just like Civilization. I don't see it. It definitely won't be a 50-hour game. It might be a fun game, like say if it had multiplayer co-op and you had four friends over and all sitting there with your switches because I I was playing it undocked. Like you could just sit there and you're sort of all battling each other. That's why I like, like Civ Six. I was playing that on my own. I I took that game back solely because I don't believe it blended over very well onto the Switch. Mm. It is definitely yeah. a it is definitely a PC game. I yeah. I really didn't like the whole mechanics and everything in um, Civ Six on the Switch. I must say, I, yeah. on PC love it. Switch I I didn't, but. Yeah, it's just it's a fun, fun little graphic, cartoony sort of graphic tabletop kind of game. And yeah, it's, see, I can't do that strategy. It would just do my head in. Well, I've always had it. Like even with Fire Emblem, you actually have to highlight the enemy to see how far he can travel in on his next move. Yeah. So that so then you have to see if you can get to him and kill him. If you yep. can't, you have to actually move your character one square outside of his reach. And you yep. gotta be ca- yep. you got to be careful because, obviously, I used to... Like, it shows you where they can move to. 
So I put my character after an hour and 10 minutes, I think it was, I put my character on the next square. They can attack the next square. <laughs> so, of course, so you were crying. His, his archer got my flying uh, mounted, uh, what, what were the names? Um, Valkyrie. Uh, yeah. Archer one-shots Valkyries. Boom, hour and fi- and I was playing it on extreme. So as soon as someone dies, that's it. Done. They're wiped from uh, the game. So I had to actually soft reset and start that mission all over again. So yeah. that's sort no, of what I'm this game is. Yeah. When I was younger, I played Warhammer, so I understand mm-hmm. the strategic concept of it and that. But oh my god, like some of the dedication with the players, like they take thirty minutes just to place their characters. I was done in like two minutes, and I'm like. Yeah. Hey, why am I dying? I think <laughs> I don't understand. I'm rolling the dice. <laughs> that, that's the... Look, I am a bit of an entry level. Like, when I play against people... Like, even Magic Gathering, I had a quick red pack cards. Like, mine were third turn, hopefully getting the, the win or really grinding them back. Pierce, on the other hand, he had this undead deck, which is rated five stars for difficulty and everything like that. And you had to... It was... If you got the good roll, he was unbeatable. I couldn't touch him. But yeah. my my deck didn't depend. Like, I have atrocious luck. It is renowned with all of my friends. Me and one friend, we never win anything. We never win prizes. We never win rolls. Like, we can, even on Warcraft, when doing raids, you type, like, backslash roll to see who wins the chest when you're doing a raid. I don't think there was ever, ever in raid history that me or Danny won a chest. Because we... And that's why I had to go this easier uh, set in Magic Gathering, because it's like you can throw down whatever, seven cards... And you keep them, but if you don't like it, you wash your hand. But you only get six cards. Ah, uh, yeah. Wash your hand, you get five, four. I think it actually starts at five. Sorry, I haven't played for about two years, but it's five. So you don't want to wash your hand because all of a sudden you've only got three cards. So if you've got a yeah. hand card there, you can't play. And mm. so, but Pierce on the other hand, just shuffles it. Deck pulls him out. Oh, nice hand. It's just perfect. He's got like three lands, a two land card, and a three land card. And so he gets to play a land literally on the first hand, turns it, plays a one. Like, yeah, just ridiculous. Yeah. And you never got the chest? No. Never. Shocking. But yeah, that's uh, actually that's a good point anyway. I, I was talking about gaming. Like, I have been mucking around. I re-downloaded on... I forgot about any of my online stuff, so I re-downloaded the newest patch for Warcraft 3, the beta. I can't even download that still. Well, I played for, I paid for BlizzardCon, and they said I would have access, and I still have not got access. Have you actually changed it? Yeah, yep. because yep. that's what was fooling a lot of people. They weren't actually changing it. Yeah, I learned that from when the classic World of Warcraft came out, because you told me then, because I'm like, well, where is it? But yeah, I've actually done the drop down, and it says unavailable, and I'm like, oh. Maybe, I'm like, I... maybe try to re... I don't know, redo it. Because have you mm. pre-ordered the game? Yeah. Yeah, I got and... the premium one with the different skins or something, whatever it was. Then I'd re-download it, because you've definitely got access. Hmm, okay. 
But it's only multiplayer anyway. I only like the really the story play anyway. So I'll wait it's, for it to come out. I'm not really that worried. It's definitely good. I, uh, yeah. Visually, oh, been a Warcraft fan for many many years. I'm yeah. hoping because they've done this, they're going to reach out to Warcraft Four. They've always blocked it because they said they didn't want to when World of Warcraft was going so well. They didn't yeah. want to stuff around with the law. Yeah. Nowadays, they've gone back to classic and everything like that. I'm hoping they do. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so that's Gaming of the Week. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Make sure you check out gamersdownunder.com for all your gaming news and reviews. Finally, smash that subscribe button and it'll never be game over. And gamers got a game.